Hello everyone and welcome to the Northerners Car Show. You'll listen to this on Spotify or most podcast platforms, which is our motoring-themed podcast featuring both father and son. You can also find us on YouTube to see our clips and shortened versions of the podcast. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome to the Northerners Car Show. This is Never Do That Face Again. Otherwise I'll stop recording right this second. <laughs> anyway, this is um, Series 2, Episode 7 back uh, as usual um, and we've got we've got some decent stuff this week have we? no no <laughs> it's the usual crap thrown together yeah anyway so um, where shall we start I've got a couple of things I want to talk about um, go on then yeah let's start with the Volkswagen ID2 this has mm. been unveiled in March there's been like sneaky bits at the minute essentially it's going to be the golf replacement in 2025 Apparently, it is going to take the Golf name, and there's also going to be a GTI. It's fully electric. It's like an urban EV thing. When's this coming out? It's says 2025, set to take the Golf name alongside a GTI. One thing that is um, slightly different, although completely relevant, is it will be the first car on the MEB Plus platform. Now, essentially, at the minute, cars are using the MEB platform, all electric cars. Um, but with the plus version, it's going to allow charging speeds of 200 kilowatts and other developments, apparently. 200 kilowatts. So if you've got a 100 kilowatt battery, you can fill it in half an hour. Is that what they're saying? I have no idea how batteries work. Mm, that's what they're saying. Like, uh, yeah. You know my problem with that is, don't you? Hit me. And uh, it's the problem with the electric altogether. I was thinking about this earlier. As you know... Uh, we use uh, Duracell AA batteries for, mm. for joypads and whatever. Rechargeables. And we've got two rechargers for charging them up. We've got one that does them in 15 minutes, mm. one that does them in eight hours. Mm. And uh, I buy new batteries, and I put them in the 15-minute one, and after three or four weeks, it won't charge them. It just throws an error up. It right. fries them. Right. So they have to go in the eight-hour charger then. Right. So if it's doing that to AA batteries, well, we don't know the f- a massive car battery. we don't know the long term effects of this. Well, I guess you could say that a car battery is going to be better built than some Duracell batteries for ten quid off Amazon. Yeah, all right. Potentially. Then, but, all right. You could look at it another way. How long have Duracell been making batteries? Yeah, I guess. That's and how long have they been making car batteries? Well, I mean, I'd say it's a little bit difficult to compare when uh, you think of like the scale wise, but. It does make sense. I mean, at some point, they're not going to be... In the same way, an, an engine isn't going to be as good as it was when it was first built. Yeah, but you might lose a few horses over a 20-year, but you're not going to lose 30% range, are you? Mm. And, like temperature, you with battery. and temperature plays a big part in that, doesn't it? That'd not be my problem. I ain't buying one. Well, it wouldn't... In fact, it would work for you in an electric car, let's be honest, because your weekly commute is less than 20 miles. <laughs> I mean, work is within walking distance, and that's pretty much all. And maybe Aldi, that's about it, isn't it? We've, not, we've been told at work that uh, normal, everyday, average Joes, like me, can't use the electric charging points at work. Why? I don't know. It's reserved for higher up. It's reserved for the guys at the top of the food chain. Uh, the, the Seriously? Guy on, the guy on our shift, right, yeah. he's had to leave his car in Cuddoth last week, overnight. Yeah charging somewhere i don't know where he left it or if it was still there that when he got back very ballsy but uh yeah, he had to leave very it very ballsy not to leave couldn't do it at work oh not enough range to get on well to be 
What do you mean, get where my fathers live? Uh, well, he's got somewhere in Leeds, somewhere in Manchester. I think he come from Manchester. Ah, uh, yeah, that is a bit of a problem. So then again, it doesn't work for everyone electric, does it? No, that's the problem. It, but has it, to. it would work. Yeah, I guess it. I guess it would have to. This is not going to turn into an EV rant episode, is it? No, not yet. We're we'll... going to do that at some point. Yeah, but um, it would work for you because if we had a ha- if we had a charger on our driveway. And you're 100% every day, or 80%. Well, you'd need 5% to get to your place and back, wouldn't you, really? The, the bottom line, I think, is if you haven't got a charger at home, then it is not for you. But there is occasions where you go to Luton with family, and it just wouldn't do that. No, and, I don't and, ima- to... and imagine, like, Fred, the family member we take down. Imagine him sitting in a service station for an hour while you charge the car. Mm. Three different times while you get down there. And it's already a long trip as it is. You'd still need a second car. Yeah, one that can do. Yeah. Petrol. Anyway, um, this is a little bit of a side note, but um, I didn't write this down in the notes, but there was a car video of the Peugeot 408. Now, um, in the video, he said that this is significantly better on the inside. Matt Watson said it was better on the inside than uh, VW's build quality. And I definitely agree with him. I think mm. the new version of Peugeot's is next level, especially that 408. That is an awesome looking car. It yeah. really, I never thought I'd say that in my life, considering the last one was hideous, but that is genuinely a very good looking car. It said, didn't it say like the French Eurus on the um, thumbnail? It may look like one from the side, and that is where the similarities end. That no, is it, not it a is, French Eurus. It is Eurus. a very, very good looking car, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just chuckling thinking of uh, what Peugeot do to their interiors and then what they give Vauxhall after. Oh yeah, because like, well we've actually been in the new Corsa in 208, haven't we? I'm thinking of 208, nice, Corsa, not yeah. nice. So the Corsa we had on that um, courtesy car that day, was yeah. that the newest one? Yeah. That was something else, wasn't it? Yeah, they're not giving me that this year. I'm going to take another car with me and come <laughs> back in it. Mine. So any car. Mine. So Probably. No, because you took the Mazda in for its uh, recall on the, what was it, fuel pump filter. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was it, yeah. I thought it was service. No, you're right, it was for that. That was, no, that was only it, because I was still at school when you did that. So that that, that must have been a year ago soon, because it's been a year since you bought the car, hasn't it? Yeah, coming up to a year, yeah. Yeah, Um, we could do a year's maybe look back on it. Which Maybe bugs me because minutes. the car insurance, all the renewals and everything... Oh, this is interesting. ...have gone up. Yeah. But me, me, me no claims has gone up. It's because when you was declaring the mods, so the lip spoiler... The mod came after I bought it, didn't they? ...suspension, yeah. You added them to the policy gradually, whereas now you're doing it in one big lump, aren't you? Probably, yeah. And in that sense, they might think he's gone from regular car to three modified bits all in one go. Hmm. Why, have you changed insurance provider or is it the same people? Uh, no, I've changed. There you go then. I think if it was the same people, it'd be different. Oh no, their renewals higher than what I've paid really? for that, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Bad. Anyway, so um, that's enough on the VW ID2 that we never touched on. <laughs> Although it does say that's meant to be £20,000 starting price. Presumably for about 30 minutes of driving and then it runs out of power. Yeah, that will not start at 20. No, it won't. Especially when you consider that inflation and things like that will still be quite high in the next few years anyway so that um, going on the 408 he timed it Matt Watson didn't he not to fix it I didn't watch it that far yeah he acclaimed of 7.8 and he got 8 because it was damp he were were in the uh, top spec car though wasn't he oh yeah he was in the 46,000 golf R money civic R money yeah but you wouldn't buy a civic type R over a golf R would you let's be honest 
No, but I buy one over um, 408. 408, definitely. Similar size. Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, so in the last week, um, and a bit more than that, to be fair, we've had all the F1 unveilings, like the new liveries and stuff. What, all of them? Yeah. I think today marked the last one, which was Mercedes, and they're back in black, so to say. Right. Like the delivery's back to being how it were, you know, for all the Black Lives Matter things. They've gone back to that. So the driver lineup. Who's are, are they set in stone? Who's different? Somebody oh. from McLaren I didn't recognise. Oh, it's um, Oscar Piastri. Is it Oscar? Oscar Piastri. Oh, Oscar. Yeah, he's meant to be like the new big thing. Yeah, they said that about Verstappen. Ricardo got dropped for the Red Bull drive. Did you see that? Mick Schumacher is the reserve driver at, is it McLaren? Or Red Bull? Yeah. You should have seen the comment I put on their Instagram post. I put, um, this has to be a joke. Let's hope they never actually put him behind the wheel. He's not that bad. He is. I'm sure we've covered him getting that, losing his seat. We've also covered him running into the back of someone last season. Yeah, well, we're all, we're all good at something. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, me being a Ferrari fan... I wanted to touch on the... I don't think you've done much look into the new cars, have you, this season? I got the email from McLaren, and that's all I got. Right, okay. Um, So, the Ferrari's new car, the SF23. Bet you can't guess what that means. I don't know what SF stands for, actually. Scuderia Ferrari. There you go. (laughs) Stupidly fast. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, the problem is, their car last season, according to them, had problems with tyres, or tyre wear... And reliability. And apparently that's what they've fixed. Although Leclerc says in the, the interview yesterday, because it was yesterday, Valentine's Day, when they released it, uh, they said that Ferrari has fixed some of the weaknesses, not all of them. So it's still not perfect, apparently. Oh, it's a just funny choice of word. Anyway, um, and he also says that it must be validated into reality in Bahrain. Because they only did two laps of um, Maranello in it. Right. Is it Maranello? Is that their chest track? Yeah. Could be. It is, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Um, it, put, it feels good. It feels a little bit different. Um, and he says, uh, we've had a lot of work on the weaknesses from last season, especially on the simulator. We've had some really positive signs. Who said that? Leclerc. Right. Because they were both doing like the two lap tests uh, yesterday. And today, actually, they're doing 100 kilometers of testing. So we'll find out then. Honestly... All of, you know when you usually take the mick out of different teams for not changing the design year on year? Every team is the same this year as it was last. Like, you can't tell the difference. It literally is. I mean, everyone takes the mick out of like Red Bull for doing it, but everyone on the grid, aside from Mercedes, everyone on the grid's done it, I think. Right. I mean, I haven't been paying that much attention on uh, the actual like car launches. See, they're quite clever there, Ferrari, because if anything goes wrong with it now, they're not very good. They can turn around and say, yeah. we told you so. Yeah. I'm slightly worried that uh, Mercedes... Oh, here we go. Ferrari expect Mercedes-Hamilton title fight. No. He's too old. He's lost his magic. Russell outdid him last season. Oh, not not to do a car then? Imagine they've got yeah. more or less... Yeah, car, because uh, allegedly last year what they were doing is making... Um, oh, that's quite funny. It just shows the sky bets for that, I'll tell you in a minute. Um, so, yeah... Apparently last season, Lewis was driving around like in test dummies. That's why Russell was so much faster. Because Russell had a car that was built for now. Uh, Lewis was testing for next season because they'd already accepted defeat at that point. But it does say on Sky Sports, uh, Skybet, uh, the odds for the constructors next year. Red Bull is at one to one. Mercedes 
Is it 11 to 8? I don't understand how odds work like that. Nobody does. Do you? Yeah. 11 to 8. So what does that mean? If you put 11 quid down, you get 8 back. Or 8 down, 11 back. Who's going to put 11 quid down yeah, and win and get 8 back? That doesn't make sense. So what? what? I don't understand. Because I've never betted in my life, obviously. 1 to 1 means... Uh, you get all your money back and nothing more. No, why would you do that? No, you double your money. You'd get your state money back as one, and then so one you again. You'd, you'd double you your money back. Words. Yeah. Right. And then 11 to 8. You've caught me on the hop there, because <laughs> I don't use uh, fractional. I use decimal, right. which is like what everybody should use. But bookies use 11 to 8. I think if you put 11 down, you'd get 11 back plus another 8. Right, okay. And Somebody out there would probably... Ferraris is 9 uh, to 2. Right, I know that one. Is that better than 11 to 8? <laughs> See, that's why, that's why you shouldn't use fractional betting. I've never placed a bet. Obviously, I haven't placed a bet in my life because I'm not old enough. But um, I know you have. My have. So, so is 9 to 2 better than 11 to 8? Mm, well, which is... Highest on the which does, which does it say first? It'll say it's one to one like first. That. It's not like that. It's just oh. on a grid like that. Look, I can't even see it. Anyway, I do. Th- <laughs> I do think Ferrari will uh, outperform Mercedes this year. Anyway, right. So, uh, what else did I not touch on? Is that, is that today's question? Which one's best, eleven to eight or nine to two? No, it's not. But I you've think nine got- to two is better because you get um, more money back. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, so you wanted to do something on the Tesla Model S Plaid, didn't you? No, not the S. The X. Oh, that thing X, with the yeah. gull wing, that ugly, horrible Absolute thing. Absolute garbage. Yeah, well, uh, we're getting a Plaid version because we all know about the Plaid S, don't we? Yeah, the 1,000 horsepower, 200 mile an hour thing. Correct. And uh, they're doing it to the X. It's not in the country yet, but somebody's imported one and they've put it on a car while race video. It's oh, got, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Against the Eurus Perfamante and Eurus that sort of Perfamante Porsche. Which Porsche was that? Was it Cayenne or McCann? Cayenne Turbo GT. Cayenne Turbo GT. Yeah. Um, oh, actually. X5M. X5M. SL63, is it? GLE. GLE. 63. 63. And X5, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Very interesting. Shall we spoil it or just let them watch it? No, spoil it. Spoil it. Uh, gasoline power, powered cars yeah, are I dead. Mean, Model X obviously by the flop. The thing is, though, like, I don't really care. I mean, I know it's cool. I know it's cool, like, the instant power that it'll skate to death or whatever, but I'm just not that bothered. I think the first time you hammer it, then you, you just not stop no, laughing. No, I know, but, like, you know when you consider... I just prefer, like, the emotion of something with an engine and with a manual gearbox as opposed to just out-and-out out speed. But it just depends what you want from a car, really, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. And I hate Teslas. I hate the way they look. I hate Elon Musk. I hate the interiors, the build quality, everything about them I cannot stand. It was also the most expensive car on there yesterday. Not by that much, though, were it? No, but considering it's so bad on the inside. I mean, they were, they were all over 100,000, weren't they? I know, but when you consider the Eurus's interior as opposed to that, it's not even a contest. And it was less money, the Eurus. Anyway, it's cheap, that. Well, how much were it? Well, it's over 100,000. It was 150, weren't it? Model X. Say, for instance... That's Turbo S money. Say, for instance, Model S, mm. right? And you can annihilate something of £2 million pounds worth. Yeah, but not around for a hundred grand. Yeah, but not around the corner. Doesn't matter. It does to some people. Anyway, was there anything else you actually wanted to touch on there? No, I'm, I thought you had some actual facts. Or was it just like, <laughs> this no. car's quick? Yeah. Uh, we, we might do a, 
a Tesla uh, rant video at some point. That'd be good. Right. So I can't stand them. Anyway, we'll um, come back in the second half. I haven't got a question. What's better, 11 to 8 or 9 to 2? <laughs> we don't know the answer, so there you go. Yeah. Right, let's in a bit. Answered after the break. Right, and welcome back. And we do actually have an answer for this. Well, you do, because you worked it out. Eventually. Yeah, so, um, it's quite surprising, actually. Go on, then, what is the answer? So, 11 to 8 is uh, 2.38 in decimal odds. So, if, for every pound you put down, you get 2.38. Times back. Yeah, so if you put a tenner down, you get £23.80. Right, okay. And then, what's 11 to 8? Oh, no, that's 11 to 8. Oh, what's 9 to 2? 9 to 2 is 5.5. Should have, I knew that when he made and I just forgot. But four point uh, five, isn't it? Five point five because it's you state money back as well. It's four point five to one right. plus your one back, it's five point five. Right, okay. So if you put a tenner down on that, you'd get fifty five pound back. So what Sky Better saying is that Mercedes are more likely to do better than Ferrari because the odds are higher for Ferrari. Yeah. Because it's less likely to happen. Less likely to happen. So there. So <laughs> which would it, what would even money then? Uh, Red Bull. And all of that, they've got Verstappen and... Perez, they're most likely. Mm. Did they win it last year? Yeah. Right, fair enough. So, uh... Other, other betting sites are available. Yeah, not that I'd know any. Right. Uh, I know one or two. I didn't realise, this is just a bit off topic, but I didn't realise that it's, like, quite tricky, the law in America for betting, isn't it? In some states, it's illegal, or, like, it's very... Sports touchy. betting? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but when I went to Vegas... I mean, uh, it's only allowed in certain places, like Vegas and that, it's allowed, but like other places, it's a bit touchy, isn't it? You walked into a big room and there were just walls of, of uh, races going on yeah. with, with, with odds and oil. Right. Amazing. So, yeah, um, I still find that mad because this country, it's been legal for as long as I can remember. One thing we've got. I guess so. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the second half topic, which is uh, some future classics. What we think will be future, what we think. I think. Well, mm. especially yours, because yours are shocking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not. I'm sorry. Some of your cars will not become £100,000 cars one day. I don't mean 100000 I mean, in the same way, a Capri will never be 100000 but some of these will it be... It will. I'm on about... I think a Capri will. See, what I said before you wrote your ideas down was, let's try and make them uh, within the last 10 years, so they're not already... Like, you can already tell they're going to be future classics. So, like, a 1M BMW, for example, that's 15 years old, but you can tell it's going to be a future classic because it's already gone up crazy. Do you get what I mean? Uh, they, these haven't gone so up crazy. So the cars that None I've chosen, have. I've tried to get ones in the last 10 years that are above list price, essentially. Uh, so say, say, okay. say my first car went up for 20, it's now worth 25. Oh, that's clever thinking. Yeah, so you can kind of tell already, and it's new enough that you're not going to be like killed with the um over anyway so who's gonna go first this is where it helps being a student it does doesn't it so who's gonna how go many first? you got five well you know my five so you go first okay uh so i'm gonna go first with the oh jeez a mark three focus rs ford is that the four-wheel drive one yeah with the, a big wing with in blue yeah the one mm. that was on horizon four awesome it is isn't it so you get 345 brake horsepower from a 2.3 litre inline four turbo engine. Uh, it's been tested, 
So this is someone got out and tested it at 4.7 to 60. Bearing in mind, it's a manual car, so that's not bad. Mm. 165 top speed, uh, miles an hour top speed, and obviously a six-speed manual. I genuinely think this is going to be up there. I mean, at the minute, I don't know how much they were new, but I think they were 25, 30 new, and they're about 20, 25 now. But it's going to fall that same fashion, is it, as every other Fox RS? Because every other Fox, Mark 1, Mark 2, they're all going up slowly. Aren't they? Mm, they do all they're the all money. At, they're all at 20,000, actually. A Mark 1, 2, and 3 are all 20,000, I believe. So isn't that the same engine that put in the Mustang EcoBoost? I think so, yes. It is, isn't it? Yes, it could be, That yeah. says a lot of that. Well, it's 350 brakes, a lot of power. And you know when you consider the fact that this car came out in, what, 2016? I mean, your Golfs weren't making that much. Your Golf R's were making 280 back then. Mm. See what I mean? That's, that's a lot of power. It's I do find it very upsetting the fact that they're not going to make another RS or not yet anyway. They will make another RS. They can't just kill the RS name. Or it'll be on a Mustang Mach-E or something, won't it? Maybe. Uh, yeah, that's very upsetting. I'm just trying to find out how much they are because every other car on my list I've actually got a price for. And it's got a heated front window. Yeah, heat well... Heated front window, four-wheel drive, plenty of power. I mean, it does take five doors. Every single box. Only problem is the interior's a bit... It's not It's not great, it's not bad. You know it'll I mean? be the same as any other Focus. So, a Mark 1 RS is 18,000, a Mark 2 is 19, a Mark 3 is 20. So they're all the same money, pretty much. I would have any of them happily. Although my favourite one is the Mark 2 Focus RS. I love that car. It's genuinely <laughs> awesome. I love the five-cylinder engine. I love the looks. And th even then, I don't, like, I don't mind the Mark 1 or the Mark 3. Is that an Audi engine or a Ford engine? Volvo. Well, Volvo. neither then. Because they put it in that... Because Volvo made the... They had their own version, didn't they? The four-wheel drive hatchback thing that had like 400 horsepower. Never put it into production. It's such a shame. It was like an Evo killer back in right. the day. It was on Top Gear a very long time ago. Anyway, so what is your first suggestion for a future classic? Mine, mine got to be a future. Abarth 124, Spider. Well, you just shot yourself in the foot there. Well, have you got one? No. Oh. I mean, on the list. You should have had one. Oh. In real yeah. life. <laughs> we know that. Because uh, what's slightly upsetting is that um, the Mazda was a cheaper option a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah, still is. It still is, but Abarth are now that right amount of money, aren't they? Let's just have a quick look how much they are. They are now. You can get an 18 plate for 16 and a half. Yeah, a good spec one as well. But, oh yeah, there's loads of good spec here. But you know when it when it gets to May, June, they're going to be 20 odd thousand. Well, we then. said that last year and they just weren't. They were. Really? I thought they were, yeah. So with this car, let's have a look at some specs. Performance. So you get a 2 litre, is it 2 litre turbo? 1.4. 1.4, that's it. 1.4 litre turbo. It's, the, it's, a, it's similar to the 595 engine. So Might be a different turbo. 168 brake. Yeah. No, because the Garrett turbo gives you 180. So it's the non-laggy turbo engine. Right. So, 168 brake, uh, 184 pound-feet of torque, which is what? Late 200s? Something like that. It's a guess. Or new mayor. Don't know. Uh, 6.8 to 60. That's with the manual. That's if you can shift fast enough, I guess. So, yeah, I guess it is kind of a future classic. I mean, it is half of the value it was new. Because don't forget, they were mid-30s and now they're 17. They'll go back up. I don't think they will. In 10 years, there'll be a lot of money. You'll be buying one. Oh, I wouldn't mind one. So. But there's for the money, there's many other things I'd rather buy. Yeah, there is that. Like uh, an MX-5. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so would you like me to go for my second car on this list? 
Uh, go on then. So this one is a bit cheeky. It's just 10 years. Because technically they came out in like 07. And the very latest car was 2013. So it's just about 10 years. Mine is a 2013 BMW E92 M3 LCI car. So the facelift car. The facelift is in 2009. A manual one. Uh, or you can have a 7 speed DCT. That'd be me. Um, acclaimed 0 to 16 4.8. However, I did once listen or watch a video and they claimed an E92 M3 would do 16 3.9 seconds. Did he claim it or did he show it? Someone had tested it at that. I never had to give any, ed ev any evidence, but there you go. You got to see it. So these cars, yeah, you get a 4 litre naturally aspirated V8 engine. Uh, like I said, 6-speed manual, 7-speed DCT, 414 horsepower on the facelift cars. I don't know about the pre-facelift cars. Uh, you get an 8,400 RPM red line out of a V8. That is some V8. That's very brave. Yeah, it is. Essentially, the problem with that car is, do you know the M5 that had the V10? Basically, it's that engine with two cylinders knocked off. So that's uh, why it revs so high. And it also has the same problems that car has, which are many. Double O. Yeah. So to get one of these, a uh, facelift car, manual, uh, coupe, you want to be spending anywhere from twenty to £40,000. See, they're already going up now. They, £40,000 is an immaculate example. Last of line car, no miles, you know, immaculate. Um, but yeah, I think they'll go up in value one day because you're never going to see another V8 M3 again. Correct. I mean, the new ones are straight sixes, aren't they? And they have been since. Um, and it was part of that trio of V8s from uh, the Germans, which I do have another one of them on my list at some point. But we'll oh. get to that. So what is your next choice? Right, well, you know that 10-year limit you did? went out the window yeah i forgot all about it my second one is a honda integra type r which is beautiful see another pretty car problem is it's not even um, an english car is it they're all imports because they never sold them in this country uh, uh yeah i think so yeah wait it's gonna so be a work hard one did they mm. the imported one i don't know where they got it from that is interesting. Let me just have a quick look, see what ones are for sale on Auto Trader. I know how much they are. Go on. We can have one uh, for 11,000. Really? Mm. An imported car? Mm. That is very interesting. Don't forget the 15 year old. Yeah, but they're also very, very, very rare. I mean, when you look at, well, that's the point. That's classic. Actually. Do you know, um, I've mentioned him before, Calvin's Car Diary. He's got a dealership called Binker. He right. got one for sale. Oh, yeah. In fact, I remember it, yeah. Um, so 12 and a half he's selling this for yeah they are very nice cars aren't they beautiful it's one in sheffield yeah right see i prefer the ones uh the pre-facelift cars that i'll show you really quickly in fact i can't because i can't turn my laps around but um the i think i don't know what you class as the facelift year but the later ones like the mid 2004 ones have got like the really pointy headlights whereas the ones before that had like the um more round ones and they're a lot nicer in my opinion I'd have, I'd have bought one over the Civic car. If you had the choice. If was, and maybe that's why Honda did it. Yeah, I guess so. But they didn't want the Civic car sales. In the same way that they down. killed off the Sirocco because they didn't want it to outsell the Golf. Well. Do you not think that? They never gave it four-wheel drive for a reason, I'm sorry. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah, good point, that. Sirocco. So, are. yeah. What, what are the specs on an Integra Type R? I'm just going to pick any Type R. I don't really care. In fact, no, Auto Trader probably won't do it with it. It'll still be that. It'll be very similar to... Um, It'll be VTEC. Yeah, but what I'm saying is Auto Trader won't show me because it's an imported car. And it won't be the Civic R engine. I would imagine it'd be more likely S2000 to be the S2000. Engine, which is a little bit more, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad shout, but... I've just got that Fast and Furious yeah, JDM not... thing all over it. It's not It's not going to be a super, I don't think. Where the matter? But it, it will go up in which it's cheap now, for mm. what it is, and it'll, I think at some point it will go up. See, I was, th- I was thinking of putting an S2000 on my list. I was as well. But I just don't think they're going to do it because they're not fast enough. It doesn't have to be fast to be a classic. I know, but considering these are modern cars, it has to be. Like, you can excuse a Capri for being slow because it's from 1979. But you can't really do that with a car from this year, can you? Don't know. But another 10 year on an Integra and they, uh, they're going to be hard to come by. We'll see, won't we? Anyway, my next car is part of that trio again. This one is another last of line car, although you can get these up to 2015. So uh, it is a Mercedes-Benz C63 uh, V8 uh, 6.2 litre thingy. I said that completely wrong. Anyway, so it's a 6.2 litre V8, naturally aspirated. It's, you know, the really shouty, crazy. It was out the SLS, that engine. Right. I put it in the C63. It's tuned down, obviously. Um, 500 horsepower. When you consider the M3 had 414 at the time, so that's not bad. Uh, Zero to sixty in a claimed four point two, and it will not do that because it will never, ever, ever. It won't put, put the power, power down. down. Never, no chance. You get six hundred and ten newton meters of torque from a naturally aspirated engine. That is insane, isn't it? Yeah, you do. yeah. And these cars, anywhere from forty to sixty thousand pounds, a very last of line. So you're talking twenty fourteen, fifteen immaculate car. So uh, yeah, again, I think that's going to do the same thing as the M three. They're never going to do a V8 C63. Well, they're not doing a V8 C63 anymore, are they? That is going to cost some money to run. Especially a 6.2 litre. Oh, grief. I mean, if you think about it, though, really, you've got the... I don't know what I don't know what the difference is between the C63 engine and the SLS engine. If it's just a map, I mean, you've pretty much got... I mean, SLSs have, what, 572. Could you limit 72 brake in the ECU? I think you could, couldn't you? Maybe. Would Let's you want to? That. Uh, yeah, because they didn't want it to affect the sales of the uh, SLS, did they? Yeah, but if it goes wrong, it's going to be very expensive. Let me have a quick look. No. C63. Uh, W204, that's the generation I'm looking for. AMG, AMG models, there we go. So, there is the Black Series as well, but I thought that's a little bit too expensive. And that's bound to be a future classic. Because, I mean, they just are, aren't they? Yeah, anything with black on it. Yeah, it's awesome as well, might I add. Um, oh, here we go. There's a lot of different versions. This is the engine. Here we go. Um, Spending money we ain't got again. No, I don't think it was in the SLS. Right. It was the same size engine, but it's a different version. Because it says applications and it doesn't say SLS on it. So yeah, anyway, I do think, like I said, that's going to do the same thing as the M3. Because, you know, it's last of line, big V8, isn't it really? Hmm. Anyway, what is your next car? Uh, another car I nearly bought as well, Audi F1. Too common. Too common at the moment. Yeah, but... They didn't sell that many of them, you know. No, because they're that drawn back, aren't they really? It's a lot of money. For a small car, you think, and not many bought them. Gearbox. Mm. Yeah, if it had been automatic, it'd still be in here. Really? I'd have got it, it'd have still been on the drive, yeah. That's a shame. Because it does take every box, especially See, the five door. What does it do that it makes it a future classic, though? Only four wheel. It's the only four wheel drive they're putting on that platform, isn't it? 
Yeah, because nothing Polo else didn't got it. it. No, no one else got it. But you know, when you look at like things like I don't know, an Evo, like that was groundbreaking because it had four-wheel drive and big power. But an S1, just think of it too common. A bit boring. Yeah. No. Although I do really like them. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah. them. Um, so they're they're quite cheap nowadays, aren't they? What ten thousand pound? Twelve grand for a fourteen plate. Yeah, that's not bad. What power are they? Are they two thirty? It's a Golf GTI engine, isn't it? Similar. It'd be about two twenty five. Let me have a quick look. Well, I mean, like they that. couldn't give that car any more power, could they? No, but with four wheel driving. Put it on the, on the tarmac, can't you? Let me have a quick and the boot were very small as well. 230 mm. brake, yeah. Very small boot. Let's have a quick look on performance. I so would imagine the battery will be in the boot and probably some of the... 273 uh, pounds-feet of torque. Let me just have a quick look how much that is. 273 newton metres. I've got a converter here. 400. 370 newton metres of torque. That's a lot of torque in that car, in mm. a Polo-sized car. Yeah. Uh, five point eight to sixty. That would be a manual gearbox. So yeah, that I mean that sounds about right. If you had a DSG, be, I'd presume it'd be low fives, wouldn't it? A proper, a proper DSG. Yeah, not your DSG. No. no. <laughs> um. I, yeah, that's not a bad shout. You know, I'll give you that one. Yeah. That's the only car on the Arbath on your list that I'd actually say could be a future classic. Right. Anyway, uh, my next car. This one's quite expensive. Um. But it will it. I mean, they already are becoming like classics and over list price. Is a seven eighteen Cayman GT four? Ooh. I mean, let's be honest. You're not going to get that sized car with a um, six speed manual, seven speed PDK if you want. Four liter naturally aspirated flat six. You get the nine eighteen style bucket seats. You could option them in. Uh, four hundred and fourteen horsepower, sixteen four point four top speed of one hundred and ninety miles an hour. Anywhere from eighty thousand pounds to one hundred and ten. Good grave. That is a very good car. That will hold its money incredibly well. They never, they will never go down in value. That's not the one with the funny roof arrangement where you saw at the motorist, is it? That's the spider version. That's basically it's the same car with a soft top. Yeah. The seven eighteen boxed a spider. It's got right. that same four liter engine. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a big output naturally aspirated Porsche flat six. So it's gonna be, it's gonna go like that. Nice. Yeah. I mean, they all are all GT threes the lot, but I didn't want to say GT three because it's a bit generic and everyone does that. Anyway, what's your next choice? Don't laugh. I already have laughed. Ford Puma, Mark 1. Not that Mark 2 thing. Is it the performance? What was it called? Like It was a racing Puma. Racing Puma, that's it. That, that, might, that will. That might, but I don't know about the regular one. But the regular one, when you look Isn't at adverts... another car you was going to buy? Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can get one now, two and a half grand. No. Put it in a garage, don't touch it. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Ford Puma racing. They will be rare. You can't even. It's not even an option. I'll try to. Right. Wait. How old? Unless you put it. No, you can't put Puma most expensive because you get the new one. No, I just put Max Year two thousand and two and then put most expensive. Oh yeah. Price highest. Uh, no, there's not a single racing on there. Mm. They're not going to be a future classic. I'm sorry. 120 brake horsepower. No chance. And it's. Disgusting More than to a look Fiesta at. or an it's Escort. disgusting to look at that thing. No, pretty. No, that will never be a future classic. I think it will. If it will be a future classic, I'll buy you one. On one of the adverts, it says on it, future classic. It's not a future classic. Trust me. Um, is that your last choice or second to last? Yeah, i got one more, but you... I've got one more. And mine is an Alfa Romeo 4C. Oh. Unmatched. This is definitely going to be a future classic. Didn't make very many of them. 
Um, and it's it's like no other alpha, isn't it? Forty thousand pound to fifty two thousand pounds. You get a one point seven five litre inline four turbo engine, two hundred and forty brake horsepower, three hundred fifty newton meters of torque, and the Italians claim eight hundred ninety five kilos. That'll be a dry weight, so I'd say about nine forty with petrol and fluids in it, nine fifty. I mean, a ton with you, in it. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, <laughs> sixteen. What is it? Four and a half. That is a seriously quick car. Mm. And I mean, it's awesome to look at. It's got carbon fibre, very little numbers, like I said. Just Jeremy Clarkson loved it, you know. It's just awesome looking car, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like a, a mini Ferrari when you look at them. Mm. It is, yeah. Very nice. So, um, with that said, what is your final suggestion? Uh, yeah, mine's also an Alpha. A little bit older. Uh, this, I won't... Is, this is not bad. An Alpha 147. What, the V6 one? 3.2 The, the 3.2 GTA, yeah. And, and I think they're already starting to move because oh, yeah, they are. you can get one at 10 thou mm, and some other one. guy on Auto Trader selling one for 20. In other yeah. words, he's noticed. Oh, yeah. And I've, he's trying I've, to look. I've always liked them cars. The problem is... Well, they're not the most reliable Is car. it better than a Golf R32 of the same generation, though? Yeah. It's better looking, but it's slower. A lot slower. Yeah, but uh, golf's a ten a penny. Yeah, I this guess end, so, yeah. Most of these are rusted. 250 brake horsepower, that's not bad for an alpha. Mm. 147, I get a feeling somebody at work had one of these. Yeah, but not a V6, surely. I don't know. Really? Mm. Let me just have a quick look. GTA, there's only seven on Auto Trader. They start at 9,000. <laughs> He's claiming very low miles, it's 130,000. Uh, nine thousand to twenty thousand hmm. pounds. Maybe this guy at twenty seen something and he's you know. Even then, there's one at the one at twenty is on sixty thousand miles. It's not that bad, I guess. Hmm. It's a very, very, very good looking hatchback, though, isn't it? Especially that engine, because it'll sound awesome. Alpha's yeah, always an alpha thing, isn't it? Anyway, that brings us to the end, I believe. Um, you, I guess you. Well, I guess we'll put a comment on Spotify to see which who had the better choices. I'm gonna go on me anyway. Because mine are actually going to be future classics. Your Puma isn't. Yeah, but mine are on a budget. Whatever. You could go out and buy most of mine, or I could, whereas I can't afford any of yours. Yeah, you can. Go on. United 2, 20,000. Mm, maybe, if I sell something. Anyway, we will uh, see you next week, and hopefully you thought we had decent choices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very good. Right, see you next week. Okay, turn up.